Hello, ladies. Welcome back to the podcast. So I am like fresh off of a night shift and I decided that I wanted to share a little bit today about how I prepare for my night shifts, but also how I recover from my night shift because that actually is a huge, like really, really important that I don't hear a lot of shift workers talk about. So even if you're not a shift worker, I know there are a lot of nurses who follow me and who subscribe to the podcast, um, but if that's not you, keep listening because what I'm about to tell you, you are going to be able to apply to just your day-to-day life because at the root of all of this, this is these are principles that I put into place every single day. Okay, let's dive in. Okay, so like I said, I am fresh off of a night shift. I did come home, sleep for a few hours, but, um, you know, it's the afternoon now and I'm up and I'm ready and I just feel really called to share some of some of these little tips and just systems that I have put in place. So a little bit of background information. I've been a registered nurse for 16 years and I have worked very part-time, especially the last few years since I've been growing my own business from home and that has really um, taken over. That's been become my full-time income and then nursing has really just become like my, my little side income now and You know, the paycheck I receive as a nurse every couple of weeks is really sort of like our bonus money. So it's kind of flipped. Usually when you start up a side business, that is your sort of fun little, you know, side hustle, your side income. But, you know, of course, as you start to grow a business and it becomes more and more successful, that can um, quite often turn into your full-time income. So that's exactly what's happened. I technically could walk away from nursing and you know the thought has crossed my mind several times. There's been moments where my husband has just been like just quit. Like it's not even worth the hassle to get childcare and the sleep deprivation and the 12-hour shifts which end up turning into like 14-hour days by the time, you know, I put in a commute in there as well. But you know, to be honest and this could change, but I really do love nursing. I love what I do. I love where I work. Um, I love the patient population. I'm in neuro and I, I, I feel like I'm just a nurse at my core. And because I do it very part-time, I don't get burnt out. So it's not something that I dread going into. I enjoy it when I'm there for the most part. I mean, we all have our moments, um, but it really is something that I have a passion for and I really, really love doing and it brings me joy. So as long as that keeps happening, I will keep working. However, in saying that, my shifts are chosen for me, about two shifts. Typically, I'm scheduled about two shifts every two weeks, and they just happen to be night shifts for the most part, and usually on the weekends, which I have just come to accept. So like I said, I've been a nurse for 16 years, and I hated night shifts for the first, like, 14 years and for a lot of years I actually didn't do any night shifts. Um, I was lucky enough to be like self-scheduling and I didn't have to worry about night shifts but then that all changed and long story short is I do the majority of night shifts now. So I had to quickly come to accept the fact that I was going to have to do night shifts and I needed to figure out a way that it could work in my life in a way that 
was not leading to self-sabotage because if you've done a night shift, you know how awful you can feel and how it can really trigger some negative um, negative behavior and a negative mindset. It's almost like this feeling of being hungover with a little bit of depression mixed in. And it's really, it's really, really awful. But I have, like anything, I... I just have that personality that I'm like, I'm going to make the most out of this and I'm going to figure out how to make this work for me. And I've definitely been able to do that, which is why I wanted to share this episode because now night shifts do not negatively impact me at all. I don't mind them. And yes, you're probably saying, well, yeah, you don't work that often, but you know, that is part of what I've been able to create in my life, which that is available to everyone as well. Just because this current situation you are in does not mean that is where you need to stay. And if I had not made choices, you know, six years ago to start changing the direction of my life and changing the future for myself, I probably would be in a completely different situation as well. So just your little daily reminder that change is possible and you do not have to stay where you currently are. So let's talk first of all about having habits and routines associated with your night shift. I never just simply show up for a night shift and hope for the best. I have a whole sort of prep that I do beforehand as well as after and both are equally as important. So if I have a night shift coming up, so let's talk about yesterday, I had a night shift coming up. Now as you know, if you've been listening for a while, I have four children and we have been doing online learning for the past I have no idea how long, like three months, six months, a year and a half, whatever. It's been so on and off, Um, you know, during this entire pandemic. They've been in school. They've been out of school, whatever. So they've been at home um, and, you know, we've been basically in a home lockdown. So they've been here. However, it was really important for me that they are not here when I'm getting ready for a night shift. So if that meant I had to hire a babysitter and have them go somewhere else, pay a family member for them to take my kids, I that was worth it. That investment was absolutely worth it so that I could get some downtime. Maybe that meant sleep. Maybe that just meant some like lay down time, whatever. Usually it means sleep. At least I attempt to sleep. But it is so important for me that the house is empty for a few hours prior to going into my night shift. And I make that happen. I make that happen no matter what. It is non-negotiable because I know if they are in the house, there's not a chance I can get I can fill my cup and get myself ready to go into a night shift and be able to provide care for my patients in a way that's going to feel good to me. I'm not just going to lay on the couch while the kids are watching a movie and hope that I get enough rest because I'm going to feel depleted going into my shift. So part of what I do is I make sure I've got childcare lined up um, and I even block it out in my planner, you know, sort of from the hours of like one to four, that is my downtime. That is my like quote unquote sleep time. Although it never happens that I actually sleep that long going into a night shift, but that is my downtime. That is no social media time. That is like in my bedroom, lights down, diffuser on in my bed. 
But even that morning is really focused on getting some food prepped and ready. I'm not going to succumb to the, let's get takeout, let's get burrito boy, let's order pizza, or I hope there's something in the cafeteria that I can eat. I plan out exactly what I'm going to be eating on that night shift. And it is generally sort of comforting, but very healthy. So homemade soup, homemade stew, homemade chili, um, stir fry, maybe some like homemade oats with berries, um, veggie sticks. I'm really just focused on whole foods, real freaking foods, not packaged foods, not convenience foods, because those are going to crash my sugar. They're going to crash my energy. They're just going to make me feel very tired. And so what I bring to work needs to um, energize me and make me feel good. And that's what real food does for us. Just in case you didn't know that, that's what real food does for us. Packaged food, takeout food, processed food, it provides comfort for a very short period of time. And then it leaves leaves us feeling depleted, craving more. And you're just on this like downward spiral of now I want to sleep or now I want to just keep eating the comfort food. And you're not going to have the energy to, to like show up for your shift the way you want to show up for it. And side note, you guys, this is applied to everyday life, not just your night shift. So then once I've like shipped my kids off wherever it is they are going to be going, I almost always have a bubble bath. It is just my, like a bubble bath is like sacred space for me. If you know me personally, you know that I love me a good bubble bath. And so part of my whole night shift routine is having a bubble bath, um, pulling all the curtains, lighting some candles, like just getting my body to relax. I get rid of my social, my phone is gone, and I just like pamper myself for like half an hour, however long I want to stay in there. And then I get on my jammies, I get a book, I get into bed. And um, I always talk about the light that I have in my room, the Philips wake up light. It is just like the best, especially for night shift workers, because I can make the room really dark. But then I've got this nice glow of this um, alarm clock, which then I have it set so that I'll wake up to like the birds chirping. Um, and then I will read for a little bit and maybe even do like a like guided sort of relaxation meditation and try to close my eyes and try to get a little bit of sleep. Maybe it's for an hour, maybe it's for two hours. And I have, you know, kind of the routine is I wake up at about four. And when I say wake up, it's not that I've always gotten like a solid sleep because it's easier said than done trying to sleep in the afternoon, but I, I do get rest. That is the point of this. And then I get up and get my food ready and maybe the kids are home by then or they're not, whatever, and head off to work, do my thing. Now, the really important thing is like the pre-night shift routine is so important, but also it's what happens after because I've fallen victim to this and I know you have whether you're a shift worker or not but you're tired you get home from work you're tired you are exhausted you're just done and you're looking for comfort and I have to literally stop myself from eating all of the comfort foods like I I have to just like force myself go get in the shower brush my teeth 
providing that I did eat food through the night, I don't need to actually eat right now because I need to sleep and we never need food before we sleep. So even though I might feel a little bit hungry, I know that it's, it's, it's okay. Like I don't need to fill up my stomach. If I have to have something, I'll have like, you know, uh, one of my superfood shakes just to get some nutrition into me. And, um, but then it's just like, get to bed, have a shower, do the same sort of thing, get into bed with a book. And usually I read for like 30 seconds before I'm falling asleep and I fall asleep. So I resist that urge to eat because I know I'm not going to make a good choice at that moment. It is not going to be a good choice. It's like 8 a.m. after being up all night, nothing good is going to come out of that. And then again, when I wake up, so I usually wake up around noon, so I don't give myself a lot of sleep. This would be different if I was going in for another night shift, but generally mine are never back to back. So I'll sleep for, you know, it's usually like 9 a.m. by the time I get into bed. So I'll sleep for probably three hours or so, which isn't a lot, but it's important for me to get back on track that night because routines and habits are so ingrained in me. So I will sleep till probably about noon Um, And I just, my body naturally wakes up. I don't get the best sleep. I'm kind of in and out. Usually the kids are at home, but I don't mind because I'm so tired that I'll usually just sleep through whatever kind of noise I hear. Um, And when I wake up, this is really when the work begins. This is when I have to be so diligent and I have to really use all the self-control that I have because I want to dive into all the carbs and not the good carbs. I want to dive into all the sugary, bad carbs. I want anything that is unhealthy. I want it all. I want all the comfort. I want to stay in my jammies. I want to drink coffee and eat um, sugar and hot carbs like whatever it is like bagels and pancakes and oatmeal like I just want to fill myself with all these comfort things and I no, I kid you not it is so much willpower every single time to resist this I don't think it's gotten easier but I know that the rewards are so worth it because in that moment what I what I decide to put in my body when I wake up that determines the rest of my day. Now that might seem a little bit extreme, but it's the truth. And really we can apply this to every single day that we wake up from, you know, in the morning from just like having sleep. What we decide to put into our body is going to determine the rest of the day. And it really does. If you don't think that nutrition changes you, changes the way you think, the way you act, the way you show up, you're kidding yourself because it does. It has such an impact on how we show up and how we operate. So I know that if I decide to put shit into my body, I am setting myself up for a day of feeling really crappy, feeling those depression type feelings that come after a night shift and come from sleep deprivation and come from exhaustion. I know I'm setting myself up to fuel my body with ridiculous amount of calories that my body does not know what to do with. I'm going to feel awful. I'm going to be unproductive. And not that I do a lot following a night shift, depending especially where I'm at in my cycle, which, you know, is something that I can talk about. But it's also going to have a huge impact on how I treat my children. 
after my night shift. So it is so important. Like I almost do it for everyone else, putting good food into my body. So this this morning, well, whenever I woke up at noon or so when I woke up, I had my salad that I actually didn't end up eating last night because I always bring more than enough food just in case. And I only ate once last night. So I had my like big kale salad with some hard boiled eggs and some nuts and seeds and just like a really great salad. I did not want to eat it, you guys. I did not want to eat it. And I forced myself to eat it because I knew that my body needed some protein, some vegetables, and some healthy fats. That is exactly what I needed upon waking up. And I had that. And then I had a coffee and I haven't had anything else since. And I feel so good. And then I'll have a light dinner tonight because I ate through the night, right? Like I don't need a copious amount of calories. I'm not using a lot of calories today. Um, I slept in the morning, like I'm going to, I'm going to be winding it down. So I'll have a light dinner and then I get right back into my routine of an early bedtime. We just like, or we go to bed early and we get up early. That's just how my household operates and I'll get right back on track. So that is sort of how I have come to have night shifts work really well for me. They don't derail me. They don't make me feel like shit. I I don't feel like garbage for days and days and days. And it doesn't affect my health in a negative way because I'm so diligent and I spend a lot of time and energy in order to make this work for me. This might sound to you like that's ridiculous. Like just go in and work your shift and be done with it. And if that's working for you, that's awesome. But I, I, it was not working for me when I used to just do that. And having these systems have helped so much because I can't be derailed once a week when I work my night shifts. You can't be derailed all the time either. Like we got to get this shit under control. We got to figure out what our bodies need and what food is going to make us feel good. And just because something is going to feel good in the moment does not mean that it is the right answer for us. So I hope that this helps you. I hope that if you have a shift worker in your life that you will take a screenshot of this episode. You will put it on your Insta stories. You will tag them. You will tag me with any aha moments. I hope that you'll share this with someone else who needs to, needs to hear it. You could always just share episodes. I think by clicking, like there's something right in this episode that you can just like click and it'll say like share episode maybe, and you can just send the link to someone. Um, so I hope that you will share it. I hope that this is impactful and it helps someone. And even if you're not a shift worker, I hope that you have been able to get an aha moment from this that you can apply into your life because I use this, this all these habits and systems I use every single day, whether I'm working a shift or not, I still have the same habits. I still have the evening routine where I'm unwinding, where I have a bubble bath and I get rid of technology and I get into bed early with my wake up alarm clock glowing a nice glow with my book and my meditation. And my kids have started to incorporate these habits too because it's what they see and it's what they know. I know that when I wake up in the morning, regardless of working or not, I need to fight that urge to put shit into my body and I need to put real food into my body because that is evidently going to determine how my day goes. Like again, it sounds extreme, but it's not. You want to make a change in your life. You have to take drastic action. So I hope this was helpful. 
please tag me on Instagram. Take a screenshot right now and let me know your biggest ahas. Let me know um, what you're going to implement in your life, whether you're a shift worker or not. Anyways, that's all I got for today. I am now going to go find where my children are. Some of them have arrived back home on their bikes and um, just going to just gonna lay low, probably keep off social media and just be present with them and we'll probably plan like a movie night or something and just really lay low and honor my energy levels. And I didn't get into it, but I can do another episode. Let me know if you guys would be interested in hearing how you know, this sort of shifts depending on which phase of my cycle I'm in because boy, does it ever change. I am heading into, well, I'm at like the tail end of my luteal phase. So about the week, the last few days leading up to my period. So this is really when I have to be careful. This is when I really have to take a look at when my shifts are scheduled and obviously I can't change them depending on where I'm at in my cycle, but I have to put systems in place way more than I would if I was in my follicular ovulatory phase. So it's really important for you to know where you're at in your cycle because that's going to determine how easy it is for you to recover from a night shift and prepare for a night shift versus I've got to get some extra systems put into place. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for listening and we'll talk soon.